Hey y'all, this is Don, aka the Inactive Nanny, Nanny sorry about that, coming to you guys live in living color from Inactive Nanny's world, where love and play are interacting. This is another week, a brand new week, um, so we're going to get started. I'm glad you guys are here, hope you guys have been liking, sharing, listening, and subscribing to the Inactive Nanny's world, and I hope you guys share with your friends, families. For anybody else that you know that has children or works with children, be sure to share Inactive Nanny's World with them and and we can grow this this tribe. So today we're going to, the first story I'm going to read, Grab the Littles. We're going to read um, Fluffy McWhiskers Cuteness Explosion. Explosions by Stephen W. Martin. Cuteness by Dan Tavis. Let's see what Fluffy McWhiskers is about and what Fluffy got going on. All right, here we go. Fluffy McWhiskers was cute. (laughs) Dangerously cute. Kaboom! Hold on, some of these pages are stuck together. Hold on a minute, guys. All right, here we go. Yes, Fluffy McWhiskers was so cute that if you saw her, you'd explode. Well, that's a lot of cuteness if you explode after you look at her. Elephants, snakes, platypuses, even cute little koalas. If you saw Fluffy McWhiskers, so cute. Kaboom! This, of course, made Fluffy very sad and extremely lonely. She tried to fix her problem. An ugly squatter? Well, here goes nothing. A bad haircut? But nothing worked. They only made her cuter. She even tried wearing a paper bag over her head. But that was ridiculously cute. Kaboom! Just when she thought it couldn't get any worse, they published her picture in the newspaper. Animal Times, cutest cat ever. So now every, all the animals in the in this city are looking at her pictures and they're going, kaboom! When things got out of hand, kaboom! Kaboom! <laughs> Fluffy McWhiskers had no choice. She needed to go somewhere far, far away where no one will find her. Eventually, she found exactly what she was looking for. Nope. Spoke too soon. Kaboom! Fluffy tried again. The island was perfect. True, volleyball was not so much fun. Getting her tummy scratch required a lot of work and pizza took forever to be delivered. But Fluffy could eat, sleep, read, and even watch the stars from her super cute telescope day after day, night after night. All alone. Again, she tried to fix the problem, but burp, she got hungry. (laughs) She made her some friends out of like the fruit that was on the island, y'all. There Fluffy sat, day after day, night after night, getting cuter and cuter and fluffier and fluffier. 
Sometimes she tossed a letter out to sea to pass the time. This handwriting is so cute. Kaboom! Until one day Fluffy heard a very unusual sound. Ruff! Fluffy freaked. Someone was on the island. Someone had found her. Someone was about to explode. Fluffy tried to run, but there was nowhere to go, nowhere to hide. Bark! Ruff! So she closed her eyes and waited. Huh. Nothing. I don't understand, said Fluffy. Why didn't you explode, dog? I was going to ask you the same question, cat, replied the extremely cute dog. Volleyball suddenly became pretty awesome. Getting her tummy scratched required a lot less work. Fluffy had finally found a friend. Aww, how cute. Kaboom. Kaboom. And that's the end of the story. Now, we'll explore The Little Leaders, Bold Women in Black History by Vashti Harrison. Y'all know Vashti is one of my favorite um, authors. So today, we'll read about let me see who's next Sojourner Truth and she was born in 1797 and she died in 1883 she was an abolitionist and a women's rights advocate Sojourner was born enslaved in upstate New York under the name of Isabella Baumfree under the state's Graduate Emancipation Act she was due her freedom in 1827 when she realized her enslaver planned to defy the bill. The bill, my bad, y'all. Sojourner ran away with her infant daughter in tow, but this came at, at a huge cost. She had to leave behind her five-year-old son. The enslaver sold Sojourner's son to a plantation a thousand miles away in Alabama. Meanwhile, Sojourner remained in hiding in New York until her free- freedom was official. When the coast was clear, Sojourner filed a court case saying her son had been sold illegally. She was one of the first black women to file a court case in America, and even though it seemed nearly impossible she won, she got her son back. In in 1843, she changed her name to Sojourner, which means traveler, and became a preacher. She traveled the country sharing her messages for women's rights and the abolition of slavery everywhere. Although Sojourner could not could neither read nor write, her voice carried far. In December 1851, she gave a speech that she made up on the spot. In it, she advocated on behalf of black women who faced double discrimination of racism and sexism and had often been left out of the fight for equality. The speech is known by its most famous refrain, Ain't I a woman? She went on to encourage African Americans to fight on behalf of the Union in the Civil War, for formerly enslaved people to be given places to live, and for desegregation of streetcars. 
She was an agitator and a fierce activist for equality. Y'all, I think I got something wrong. I said she was born in 1997. And her death day is 1883. I think I might have said something different. So I'm sorry, but I wanted to make sure I correct that. But that's um, Sojourner Truth. Okay, one more. Little Legends, Exceptional Men in Black History. And this one, uh, of course, you know it's by Vashti Harrison. All right, so let's see what man will we be looking at today. We'll be talking about James Armstead Lafayette. He was born in 1748 and he died in 1830. And he was a Revolutionary War spy. Not much, not much is known about James's life before the Revolutionary War. He was born enslaved in Virginia, and his owner, who managed military supplies, taught James to read and write so he could be a better worker. During the war against the British, James heard that any slave who fought for the Americans Continental Army could be freed if the Americans won the war. He got his owner's permission to enlist. And in 1787, I mean in 1781, I'm sorry, he was assigned to serve under Marquis de Lafayette, a young French aristocrat fighting for the American cause. At first, James used his knowledge of the Virginia landscape to transport messages, but then James and Lafayette had a better idea. James could spy on the British. Posing as a runaway slave, James went to the British camp commanded by Lord Charles Cornwallis. James helped lead troops through the unfamiliar land. No one suspected that he could read and write, so generals and other soldiers talked about their tactics in front of him, and he he was given access to British maps and plans. Secretly, he memorized details and reported back to Lafayette. James became so trusted by the British that he was asked to spy on the Americans. He agreed, but gave the British only false information. Equipped with James' accurate information about the British troop size, strategies, and morale, the Continental Army defeated the British at Yorktown, effectively ending the war. Imagine Cornwallis' surprise when he entered Lafayette's headquarters to surrender and saw James there. After the war, enslaved people who served as soldiers were freed, but James had not technically been a soldier, and he was not freed. He petitioned for his release, but was was ignored. It wasn't until Lafayette wrote a letter commending James' service that his petition was granted and he was freed in 1787. James took the name Lafayette to honor his commander and friend. He lived the rest of his life as a farmer and family man, secretly one of America's greatest heroes. So yeah, guys, that was the episode for today. So I hope you guys have enjoyed it, and I hope you will return next week. Um, but until then, this is Don, aka the Interactive Nanny, signing off from Interactive Nanny's World. And I hope you guys are safe and have enjoyed your weekend. And I know a lot of children are getting ready to go, but either have returned to school or or are returning to school. So I hope you guys, you know sort of get back in and get acclimated and then I hope you get, I'm you know praying and hoping that you guys have an amazing school year but until next week this is Don aka, AKA 
the interactive nanny. Saying, see you guys next week. Be safe. Be careful. Come back next week. Let's have fun. Bye-bye.